0: Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good day. Wherever you're listening, you are welcome to the Woke Up Podcast. So, um, the Woke Up Podcast, we've been doing this um, thing called the Black Disruptor Series for longer than we anticipated. (laughs) But we're we're having fun doing it. Um, And we're not just having fun, we're learning a lot. We're building meaningful relationships with the woman that we're interviewing. Um, so we've interviewed investors, we've interviewed corporates, we've interviewed um, founders of organizations. And also we've, inter- we've even inter- interviewed um, entrepreneurs as well, both young and um, and mature. Um, so today <laughs> um, we have two amazing guests. And actually I have a personal history of them. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, these two amazing ladies are pivotal um, in my career, Career as a as a business owner, um, and I don't I don't think they realize it. But with, without further ado, let's introduce Charlene and Antoinette, and Antoinette and Charlene. Can you please introduce yourselves?
1: Hi, hi. My name's Antoinette, and um, this is my sister, and Charlene.
2: Yeah, we are the directors of Wentworth Wills. And we've known you, Oyin, for, as you say, quite a long time now. I, d- I don't even want to put a year on it. <laughs> <laughs> you were a baby, but uh,
1: <laughs>
2: we met quite a while back. Um, in our early days, actually, of entrepreneurial, of entrepreneurial life as well, uh, as Mary Kay reps, as we were at the time.
1: Absolutely. Um, when we met she was an amazing young lady i sorry there's a bit of an echo here but she's an amazing young lady who Was fired up and she's never changed mm. <laughs> come back fire. into each other's lives and you've never changed
0: mm. <laughs> thank you so much so the first question that we would like to ask um i'm gonna kind of give the question actually over to lowly for a question
3: so now that you've introduced yourself, we have some questions for you. So if you both want to take turns in answering the question, um, and then we can get into the real questions, the real meat of the conversation. So if there's a zombie apocalypse, what three people are on your team and why? Or who is on your team and why?
1: Whoa, can we have anybody in the world?
3: Yes. <sighs>
1: um, I know. Uh, is right, I'll, I'll go. go. I'm
2: having my mum because uh, she's a nurse and she's really calm and cool under any circumstances. She's. Uh, I actually think she could land a plane if she needed to. She's so. <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> yeah,
1: <you're
2: disgusting. laughs> yeah. So my mum's definitely one. Um,
1: yes. Um, I think Bear grills, I, I might bring him along. I think he'd be very useful. That's a good idea. Uh-huh. Couldn't think of his name and one more person somebody funny i think i need yeah. some what's that what, what's that short act as well? kevin hart kevin are <laughs> <I've got entertainment. laughs> yeah, for entertainment we'll have a bit of fun and
3: he's got the resources to help you through as well that's true yeah he's pretty big like
1: yeah
3: <laughs> okay so what's your favorite piece of clothing clothing yeah
1: mm.
2: um i've been told I like, I'm partial to a scarf. Um, if you ever want to buy me a gift,
1: uh, I love a scarf. Yeah, I'm yeah not... you are a scarf
3: person. I love a scarf too.
2: Mm, yeah, winter or autumn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think
1: I've got one. Probably a good old fashioned jeans. A
3: pair of jeans. Yeah. yeah, I love a good pair of jeans so if you weren't doing what you were doing now or doing today what career path or what sort of job would you be in
2: i think i know what mine is um i think i've always had a passion for helping people and particularly women and i think women who've been through trauma or vulnerable situations perhaps traffic or something quite traumatic um i'd love to get involved with that kind of thing um so that's where my heart's always always kind of like sort of charitable ngo type sort of thing i think i'd love to get involved with helping i'd probably sit on my own foundation or
1: something like that that's amazing <laughs> yeah for me i think it's hands dirty and it's going to be something to do with construction or building or carpentry or something that I'm absolutely terrible at at the moment, but that is the idea. It would be like ripping out bathrooms and, and putting new ones in and, and things like, like that. I
3: like that, like h- homes under the hammer sort of yeah, stuff. It's just... <laughs>
1: <tried that. laughs>
3: Brilliant. Okay, last question what is one secret talent that you have that not many people
1: know about? I always say I don't have a talent. You are good at languages though it's not a secret. So I don't know what, what would happen now if you put a pencil in my hand But like I used to be. Um,
3: okay.
1: I suppose it, maybe, it's not a
2: secret but yeah maybe languages. I started learning Vietnamese today so mm. that's on my my list. <laughs>
3: very nice vietnamese food is nice so
2: yes maybe that's what drew me to that (laughs) one
3: all right let's start the questions
0: (laughs) okay so awesome now we've kind of got you warm up warmed up you know into the conversation first question i have for you um is what did your life look like three to five years ago um you can tell us your story um, what was your aha moment and the catalyst for change for you?
1: Mm. Um, well, for me, as we've said, I've always loved to have some kind of side hustle, something um, doing. But um, three to five years ago, I would say I was um, working for the council. Um, and I was an appointee and court deputy officer, so I helped people look after their finances. Um, That job, it was a contract and the contract ended and I just really wanted to do something for myself at that point. So that was a catalyst for me, I suppose, where I thought you can do this. You can at least give it a try to leave employment behind and start self-employment, not as a side hustle, but as a real career.
2: For me, um, I was a safeguarding manager and it was a forever, forever growing caseload and I just thought I can't sustain staying in, um, full in full-time employment forever and like you know I've all, like Antoinette we've always had something on the side going and when the opportunity arose to um, learn about estate planning I thought well that's you know something that everybody needs it's logical um, you know I can study and train to do that and then on the side maybe eventually make the transition to do that full-time
3: so just so that our audience knows what is it that you guys do what do you get up to on a day-to-day so they know like that transition and the change that's kind of taken place so
1: myself and Charlene, we have a business called wentworth wheels limited so we help people with wheels lasting power of attorneys funeral plans and some trusts as well um, so that's the business that we have together we also are distributors for a company called utility warehouse so that's helping people to get really competitive rates on, on their utilities and also on a qualified mortgage advisor as well so between the three things um, yeah that's, that's what we're doing do you know what
3: i think that it's so interesting because I miss all the black women that we've interviewed on this series. Oh, and one black man, um, we, the, we're just so multifaceted. We're never just doing one thing. We're not one thing kind of women. We're always doing
1: multiple <laughs> <Multifaceted>. things.
3: <laughs> many hats, always, always. And that's so interesting. Um, like you guys have talked about that transition um from like what life looks like back then and how things have changed now like what things did you have to do that dramatically changed those outcomes um like that could be habits practices or beliefs because i know you know it's a big decision to leave your normal like everyday job to now start running a business and it can be quite risky as well so what are the things that kind of helped you prepare for that or helped you get into the habit of this new life that you took on?
2: I think for me, um, as I said, I was working a lot um, as a safeguarding manager and I thought something's got to change. You know, you, you work in all the hours for someone. You must also find time to do something for yourself. It's important to you know, I think it's important not to put all your eggs in one basket. As we know, in this climate, especially with what's happening now, it's good to have more than one avenue. You know, so that you're not, yeah. So, you know, in case anything happens. And I did have a very stable job. Um, it, you know, it's just I think it's wise to think of other things to do. So for myself, I requested um a career break, actually. So that was something I I looked into. I was um, permitted to have, I think I requested two years off, um, but in the end it ended up being 18 months. Um, So I have actually gone back um, for for now, I'm still there, but um, I'm there part time so that I can still assist in in the business. Um, But I think your habits do have to change, your mindset has to change. Um, Obviously, like you said, coming from a stable you know nine to five you know you're getting the wage every month um it, it takes a leap of faith but i think if you Absolutely. are confident yeah. yeah but if you are confident and you know what you're doing and you have a plan um you can achieve a lot i mean you do have to become more organized i'm not saying i have it down to perfection because i certainly don't but i'm a lot more organized now you have to be organized with your time yeah and uh, keep that life work balance still there but i think having set goals
1: and plans you know you can you can achieve a lot definitely and also when we first started the business um we were both doing all parts of the business but after we spoke to a few business coaches and and started to listen on on Instagram and Facebook and see how how this will work, a lot of people said, um, they advised us to look at what we are good at. So we realised that Shah is good at admin um, and I was better at at other things. I was better at the sales part of it. So we started to divide up the work and um, that worked really well um we also yeah so that was one thing that we did we also put ourselves around other business people we've got a lot of friends who have their own business and we spoke to them and we, we bounced off off each other and i remember one of my friends said whatever you do don't give up mm-hmm. she said i know it's hard but don't give up because obviously if we're coming from a totally different career um, we've gone into estate planning people need to build up their confidence in your skills so it is something that you do need stickability and you know you do have to be quite resilient to be honest yeah. and um, it's, it's a struggle you know i'm sure every entrepreneur that you spoke to has said that it's uh, you know it's a struggle people might see the good times but they don't know what you've gone through <laughs> or what you do on a daily basis to just to get there mm. so i'm sure you you two feel the same mm. and i think with us
2: we would bit off a little bit more than we could choose because we're moving house at the same time we're setting up the business
1: so oh no it
2: was a lot you should have seen us
1: yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's, that's true yeah it was it was a lot mm. also um i would say that i started to do more self-development as well mm. so I don't know if anybody's read The Miracle Morning, um, but it's a really good book um, and it really focuses your mornings that your day is more productive. But I'd recommend that book mm. to everybody because actually, the day that I started, we made a really good connection with somebody. So we've um, mm. got a joint you know, got a partner, business partner who we work with. A financial advisor and he's quite big on social media as well. So, so yeah, just make little changes, um, but yeah, recommend
0: that. So, um, just kind of to add, just come off that actually. So, I think both of you are probably one of the most entrepreneurial women I know. Like, you guys are hustlers, right? You know, you know how to hustle proper. You, like, <laughs> you guys. And the thing is, if you see a picture of Charlene and um, Antoinette. They don't look like hustlers. They're very pretty women. Like, you know, if they tell you their age, um, if they tell you their age, right, you wouldn't guess that they're hustlers. But um, <laughs> we are your auntie. And <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> you, Lally. <laughs> if you want to know how to hustle, connect with them. Um, um, I think my question, you know, you know, would be, just following from that, you know you guys have chosen different paths so you've chosen you know I, I met Antoinette first through um Mary Kay when my mom basically was like oh my gosh my daughter you could sell and then you know so I decided yeah I'll sell makeup and <laughs> I did that for a bit and and then you know like um Charlene uh, you know um contacted me when we were doing like lots of stuff with our events and stuff and then I realized you guys were in Wales and then you're you also do like do, do um, you know utility warehouse and also now like um, Antoinette is doing is, is a mortgage advisor so what why, why why those choices and why do you guys why wills why um, why mortgage advice why beauty you know why have you mm-hmm. chosen and um, what's the purpose behind them
1: yeah I would say regarding um, makeup at that time I had never ever used foundation in my life <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily that it was makeup it was just the fact that I wanted to do a business you know um, a lovely lady introduced mm. me to to the business and I just loved being part of it there were some mm. great ladies and very ambitious Um, Mary Kay's whole ethos was to allow women to be directors without sacrificing their family. So it was family first, faith next, then, you know, then it was your fortune. So it came lasting in this, you know, in the most important things. I just loved everything about it. Um, wasn't necessarily going to be my ending career, no, but it did give me a lot of grounding and, um, you know, mm. help for where I am today. I'd
2: agree. I learned a lot about myself in Mary Kay because you do need resilience with any sort of business just starting you know you get a lot of nose with you know with everything you go through your warm list you know you hear all these sorts of things and um, I think it was it was a really good start I only started again because Antoinette um, introduced me to and I did like the products as well I used to use, like so, yeah I did like I really did enjoy makeup still do but, um yeah that was that was another side side hustle but um but yeah um that was that was how I got into it, and I think it was just something for me. um I just felt it was something I could do for myself, um, which much I, I enjoyed.
1: Mm, I would say why we started to do estate planning was because my job in the council, I was um, um, an appointee in court deputy officer, we used to look after people 's finances, people who lacked mental capacity, but Part of that role um, was sometimes I would um, help people, some of my clients to get funeral plans and wills. So somebody used to come in and he used to help my clients. And when I saw him, he was obviously self-employed and it was quite an interesting role. I just thought that is something that I would love to to do for myself. Um, So that's where that came in, That was from there. the mortgages, um, as I said, I love property and you know, homes under the hammer and all of that. So, really exciting, excited to be in the world of mortgaging protection. So, it's sort of all followed on, and utility warehouse is just amazing. Who doesn't have utilities? Mm-hmm. You know, always looking to help people to move yeah. if that's what they're interested in starting a business.
3: And you guys have said some really important stuff as it. Re- relates to not only your relationship with one another, but how working with one another has become easy because you have an understanding of like, what what each other is good at, what stuff that you need to just hand over straight away. Um, mm-hmm. And that's definitely been mine and Oyen's story as well. And we always get questions from people who want to bring in a business partner or friends who are trying to start something together. And I know you guys are related, but how have you maintained that relationship while also, kind of building a mini empire you know like there could be other businesses that pop up as well so how do you guys maintain the business um friendship sister relationship
1: Mm, well I think we're just really honest and
2: open with each other um you know we try and check in with each other at least once a week um team meetings um, and talk about what's gone maybe well not so well stuff that i need to prod her on or if she needs to prod me on like you know chase this off or have you done this um also we have got someone a friend of ours and she's amazing um and out of the goodness of her heart she's our accountability manager and um she just does it from because she knows that we need it, especially in the early days we needed the help we didn't have a business coach couldn't afford one at the time and She really gave us some some structure, um, you know, and she was actually like, you know, sit down and talk about what you guys are going to do for this week or, you know, and talk about your strengths and your weaknesses as well. So she she was amazing. And I think if if there's people who are starting out like that, if you can find somebody like that, um, you know, who even if it's just once a week, just checks Mm -hmm. in. View, even if it's just about personal development, it doesn't even necessarily have to be about the business. What are you doing for yourself that week or you know that month to help yourself and also helping the business? Um, I think to keep our, our friendship, I think we're just pretty close anyway, because
1: yeah, we don't get on, we, like, get on each other's nerves too much. <laughs> um, do you know what? Also, yeah, we, we do get on very well, but also, business has to have its place as well. So, not everything is work, work, work. It has its place. So, I think recognizing that um, that we've just switched around what day we'll have our team meeting to allow us to do other things, um, perhaps spiritual things or other things that are important to us. So, I think making it, you know, giving business its place because at the end yeah. of the day, um, you know, when you have your own business, you would know, girls, cool, it can to take over. Yeah. You can be thinking about it.
2: 24 out, you know you check your phone your email your yeah. instagram everything's pinging you know unless you have a um, you know a social media manager or somebody we don't at the moment so you know if, if you're not careful it can encroach on other areas of your life um, so I think we try and keep each other grounded as well like making sure you get enough rest um, you know if you're not go to bed <laughs> so um, making sure Sundays we Decided we're not talking about work at all. So
1: sometimes we will be like, "Oh, I'll tell you tomorrow." And I was like, "Text me." Don't in your notes. Lots of work that today. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's brilliant. That's actually brilliant <laughs> advice. I think that is so true. Having boundaries for everything is so important because sometimes you're just trying to work things out, and actually. The business doesn't need to take over your life. It's very important and it requires a lot of your focus and attention, but it doesn't need to occupy every single hour of every single day. Um, so that's so important. So, so important. So do you ladies see yourselves as successful? If yes, why? And if no, why? Um, you
1: know, it's a tough one, really. Um, do you see yourself as successful? I suppose in some aspects of, of my life, yeah, I'm very happy with some aspects of my life. Is the business where, if we're talking about the business, is the business where I'd like it to be? Um, probably it's on its way. In, in the end of this month will be two years. And I do say give your business two years, and mm. that's exactly mm. almost to the day. To, or to the, to the, day. Mm. the business does feel like it's just get into a place where we want it to people are starting to recognize us people are starting to refer to us people are starting to um come to us as an authority on on you know wheels and, and things along that line so so yeah i suppose we are getting to where we want to be mm. um, i think would yeah, agree um in terms of you know how the the
2: life of a business goes i think it's I think we're in a fair position um, because literally when you're starting a business I mean there's so many things I didn't know and maybe if I knew them before maybe I wouldn't have started honestly because I would have been so daunted I, I really do think I was you know and that was probably a good thing um but there were so many processes and things to, you needed to do to get compliant, and and especially in the world of work where we are, because um, obviously it's quite and you you have to to have everything in place. It was literally about 150 things we needed to do first before we could even get off, like to take off, so
1: you so take clients, you can take
2: yeah. clients. So you know, I'd say it took a good what four five months. Oh, yeah.
1: Six maybe. Yeah, there was always something, you know, and um, popping. But but that that's the life of business we probably find that as yeah, well, think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, um I'm also you know I'm happy about being qualified as a yes. mortgage advisor now. We all happy. Fa- <laughs> don't have to hear about it. We're not absolutely hearing it anymore. No, so, it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so so I am I am happy about that. Um so, so I'm pleased about that. So, yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, so far, you know, we're, we're not exactly where we want to be yet, but yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. making positive steps to get there. Yeah.
0: That's good. I think um, one of the, one of the other ladies that we actually interviewed on the podcast was talking about, um, I mean, it's, you know, one of the great things before I go to that point, about every single person that we've interviewed, every single woman that we've interviewed, have said that they are successful. Um, and they, you know, they think, they all they feel like they're going along the way of being successful. But you listen to other podcasts, you listen to some podcasts who have really successful people on it. And you ask them, do you feel successful? And they say, no, I don't think I'm mm-hmm. successful. Um, I remember the other day I was listening to... Um, you know, The Diary of a CEO by Stephen Butler. It's an amazing podcast, by the way. If anyone listening, go and listen. It's got like amazing disruptive entrepreneurs um, from the CEO of Gymshark to um, mm-hmm. to the CEO of Grenade. So fantastic podcast. But then when he interviews people and he asks a similar questions to that, a lot of them say no. They don't think they're successful. They yeah, uh, don't, what do you don't do they're successful because... I think it depends on like your perception of success. Success should always be about learning. It should always be about, actually I'm, I'm better today than I was yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know what, this, I had this one win, that's better than yesterday, you know? Absolutely. Better than the loads of nose that I had yesterday. Um, actually, failure. I was gonna say, even the nose. Even, even
1: the nose. Nose. yeah,
0: exactly. Even the failing forward, is success and actually I think for us we're probably one one of a good example of that we've taken the biggest risks like you know if you speak to a layman when well, we're taking those risks they'll tell us that we're stupid for taking those risks but actually those are massive risks that we're almost like we're blunders you know actually pivoted us to the greatest successes that we've had mm-hmm. um, as an organization so as an entrepreneur you have to be ready to fail you have to be ready to Yes. To, you have to be ready to take massive risk and to fail forward as it, as it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so thank you for that and, you know thank you that you know you, you almost mentioned about like all of the things that you're doing um you're not necessarily where you want to be but you are successful you're breathing you're living and you're being excellent in every area that you are so um really appreciate that um the next question that we have is What's your advice for women who may be confused about the path that they should go on? Well, you
1: might see people who are looking to do a business, they might see that people say, do something that you love and it's not work. And I agree with that. If you can find something that you're really passionate about that you love, it's not work. So I, I would say definitely something that you love. Um, what other advice, maybe if you're in employment, maybe if there's a way that you can do what you love, do this business on the side to begin with and then work your way up mm, to it rather transition. than doing a massive job. Um, and there's a wealth of information, free information that's online. There's loads and loads of great people on Instagram, on Facebook. There's just so much information out there. Mm. Um if you're serious about it, definitely there's people
2: out there that can help you. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, also, like you said, there's a lot of free information out there. There's a lot, I mean, the amount of things I've learned during this, I'll call it a, j- a journey. Um, I mean, I had to learn a little bit of code. I had to learn a bit of coding can you believe and <laughs> I mean me I'm the, oh, yeah. least, I'm the least IT literate person you're probably likely to meet like, but, I had to, <laughs> but I had to do this thing for something that I was trying to do and I just thought there's so many things that I could be doing and I don't even know if I'm any good at um, I just think it's about being brave um, talking to people, there's so many networks and free ones that you can either online or, um, or physically, you know, um, to get yourself out there. Also, um, there's a lot of grants around if you can search for them. I mean, we've had a few put our way um, once you have decided on what that is um, or what path you might want to take. Um, and really see what what resources are out there, because um, there's so many things out there at the moment that can help people get into uh, their own business if they so please, like you know, Prince's Trust or there's there's loads of different schemes out there that people can take advantage of. And also, I'd just say, don't put an age on on it either. You know, whether you're young or not so young, or you know, there's no time. You know. If you want to go for it, go for it, you know, and yeah. don't let anybody hold you back because there's nothing worse than thinking, oh, I should have or I could have, you know, it's better to have tried, I think, as Oi you knows, we've tried quite a few things. So, <laughs> so, you know, and they've all helped to get us to where we are now. I've learned, all what I've learned has helped us to get to the point we are now. So nothing's been lost, really. I think,
0: I think the principle of business. Um, sorry, to, um, to call you mm-hmm. no, it's quite huge. No, you're fine. Mm-hmm. The, the principle of business for me. I, I, the, the more I look into it, you know, you can read as many books as behind me. Um, but actually, if you can understand this one principle, I think you can succeed in business and in life. You know, to be uh, to be childlike in all things. When a child comes to you, you know, they're like, oh my gosh. I want this and i'm going to get it like they ask you for food you know you're you're the parent you may not have any money to to feed them but they're going to get the food mom i'm hungry i need to eat so if we can be as aggressive in in behavior and character as that in terms of like i want this and i'm gonna go and get it Mm. nothing can stop us and a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of the relationships, a lot of the opportunities that I've gained is because I've asked questions and because I've been brave. Um, it's because I've kicked imposter syndrome in the backside and said, you know what, I'm brave and I can, I can do it. I can, I can do it. Even if I don't have a clue. With this coding workshop that we're doing, I and Laolu aren't software developers. You know, that's not our background. But because we, we saw the problem and we said, you know, what? we need to do something about it. Mm. We did something about it. Uh, with right. so, so I think kudos to you guys, like you know, for trying different things and also being brave and you know, reaching out to the relevant stakeholders and the relevant people. Um I think additionally to that as well, the the second thing I would like to add is learning. As a human being, the day you stop learning is, is the day you stop growing. Mm-hmm. The, the sun decides to not be exposed and the, the day a plant decides not to be exposed to sun and decides not to be exposed to water is the day the plant dies is the okay. day the plant stops growing but i think as human beings and as entrepreneurs especially we've got to actually be willing to be exposed to information and to learn and um, no matter how good or bad it is just learn um, yeah, that's
1: so that's true. absolutely that's so true and i'd say don't just be a shelf learner don't just read and and um, you know, keep the knowledge in here in your brain. Use it, share it. you know, share it, use yeah. it, try it. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I we were absolutely spot on. And funnily enough, that's exactly what we were talking about. I was talking about this to um one of my business partners in um, Utility Warehouse about a child. And being childlike and just being susceptible to learning and just having faith, you know.
0: Um,
1: you know the child asks the mum for something, they've got faith that they're going to get it. <laughs> you know, they just keep asking, that's exactly what we were saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. and I think, I think also um, one thing I love about entrepreneurs, I mean, I think I'm an entrepreneur, I'm also an academic. Um, mm-hmm. I get to get best of both, where I look at fear and I also look at you know, the actual actualization. Entrepreneurs know how to do. We just know how to do. We stop, we don't do the talking, we just do the doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so so I, I think I love that about us, you know, um actually the way you understand whether you've learned that thing is by you doing it and trying it out. You know, the concept might be nice. The idea might be nice, but ideas mean nothing until they are actualized and tested. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Spot on. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that like about entrepreneurs. <laughs> and you have to,
2: I mean, you know, you have to wake up every day and be self-motivated because it's you, you haven't got your boss there saying, you know, it's nine o'clock or you going to log on or get to where you need to get to. It's you, you know, it's either you get up and start or you laze about until ten, eleven o'clock in the morning. But you can't, as an entrepreneur, you have to have that self-drive and that motivation. And if you if you're struggling in that area, then get you yourself um, an accountability person to help you. If you if you've got weak areas, and you can't, because you can't be the you know the answer to all things in business. You know, hand it off to someone who knows. Um,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: That is
3: so good. I think that's. Oh, so many truth bombs! Um, (laughs) Like it—it's so true, though. And this is at at the core of the conversation. You can just see that, like this, this thread of learning and just childlikeness, and even faith is so crucial to any journey you're embarking on. And just knowing you can't do it, even if you are um, a business owner and you don't have a business partner, you can't do it on your own. You're always going to need a team or support. or someone to keep you accountable yeah. um, this has been such a great conversation <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> well, really I really thank am. you for coming on thank so you. where can our followers our listeners find you what could, are there any projects that you need to that you're working on that you want people to be a part of or just any information you want to give to the audience you can plug yourselves now
2: <laughs> okay well on instagram we are wentworth1900 um, we're also on facebook as wentworthwills um our email is www. sorry our website whatever, is www.wentworthwills.co.uk um our email is info at wentworthwills.co.uk and um yeah so our number, if you still have a landline, use um, 0121 634 1900. So, um,
1: you can contact us for all of our businesses, <laughs> you can come to us, uh, contact us on those numbers. Yeah. Obviously, it's the Wentworth Wheels information, but um, you'll be able to contact us for Utility Warehouse if you have leads there, or if you're looking to start something. You yourself and also mortgages mm. and protection.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say off the back of something I saw off um, meet local media social media about um, sorry, funeral plans. A lot of people don't know that that's something we do as well prepaid funeral plans and also at need funeral plans. So, should you know, someone uh, pass away um, in at the time of need we can help with that as well um, and it is really important especially I think in uh, especially the black community African and Caribbean community um, you know it's not something we like to talk about it's a bit taboo um you know especially us who want the biggest farewell as well you'd think we'd actually have these conversations but we don't tend to um but you know that's something we we'd love to hold to your hand through that kind of uh more delicate conversations mm-hmm.
3: definitely and um, and it's true uh, especially during a time like now it's unprecedented times and you just realize that so many of us just don't have things in order don't have life insurance don't have a will haven't got things sorted out and and it's so important because otherwise your loved ones are left with that load to carry and it's very expensive so thank you for those plugs and this week guys your woke work Is two things. So Oyen plugged The Diary of a CEO by Stephen Bartlett. I definitely encourage you to go and have a listen. It's a great podcast. And secondly, I think that another thread that has been very present in this conversation is the fact that Antoinette and Charlene have each other, they have themselves and Um, great people around them who form a support system and we at Neo Enterprise we also have that we have amazing people who have supported us on our journey and I definitely encourage you to do that thinking work about who your tribe is who are are the people that are holding you accountable for the things that you're working on and making sure that you're going for it even when you know when you're in the ring and they sit in the corner and you've got the man who wipes the sweat off your face (laughs) and puts water in your mouth you need those people and when you're building a vision so assess that think about it and that is the woke up podcast
0: hi guys see you bye. in the next bye, bye. bye.
3: bye. bye. bye.